At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. It's the Minnesota Tip Podcast, and it's a Thursday morning. As always, it's Jake's Takes Time. It's Minnesota Tim and Jake delivering on a Thursday morning. Whatever random thoughts that we have contracted in our minds, ready to explode onto the airwaves. Jake, how you doing? I'm doing just dandy. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Another early morning grind session on the Minnesota Tim podcast. Um, I'm pretty sure last night was the championship games for men's pickup basketball league in Howard Lake. And uh, I've been excited to dive into this game. And um, because one, I was on this team a couple of years ago, but then Unfortunately, I became a youth pastor. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It is, yeah, unfortunate. I'm kidding. It's not unfortunate. Unfortunate I love for job. our basketball team. Yes, I love playing basketball. And uh, unfortunately, it's on Wednesday nights. Fortunately, I became a youth pastor. I don't regret that decision if my boss or God is listening. and um, They are. They are. It's true. Um, but uh, give us an update. How did things go? We also have to dive into Jordan Anderson because uh, I heard that, well, at least you told me last week or the week before that um, he had a big decision to make because he was expecting a baby around this time. You know, you hear this in professional athletes all the time. Do they, did, are they with their wife during delivery or do they go to the game and FaceTime in? You know, it's a big mm-hmm. controversial topic these days. Yeah, so, well, first of all, um, so, spoiler, I did not even go. You didn't go. I didn't get to go. So, mm-hmm. and for a good reason. So, our Litchfield team, we finished up the year as a six seed, um, and we played Painesville, the three seed, on Saturday last week. And we knew we had a decent chance. They, they, they were a team that relied on three-pointers, and we played good defense, and we thought, well, you know, if they're cold, we have certainly have a shot. And they were, they were, you know, we played tough defense. They didn't shoot well, so we we snuck out a win at Painesville. Mm. The old, uh, we were six and twenty, and they were twenty and six going into the game. So big upset there. Um, so our game was supposed to be tonight, Thursday, but with some impending snow, and we'll see if we even get anything. I don't know, but 
With the impending snow, they moved the game back to yesterday, Wednesday. And a lot of different schools did this, too. I saw Watertown played on Wednesday. Um, there's a decent amount of schools that were playing yes, yesterday because of that potential snow. A lot easier to move a playoff game up than it is to move a playoff game back, I suppose. Um, so we played last night, and we lost. Um, so sad to see the season end. But unfortunately, that meant I could not go to the Men's League Championship. So I only can report what I have seen via Snapchats. And I uh, saw a few pictures of the coveted Howard Lake Men's League t-shirts. So I think they were the champions is what it looks like. And Jordan did commit to being there. Mm. And he was the first one to post champs on our group <laughs> page. So I know he was, he's probably still up from last night. Yes. I mean, I wonder what that party was like. I yeah. I wonder did they, cause there was only six guys there and a few of our regulars weren't there. So I wonder, um, did they celebrate individually? Did they have someone's house that they just went to? Did they include families? Cause a lot of these folks have families now. Yes. You know, was there, were they, did they have a champagne bottle ready? I don't, we've never, we've gotten second like two or three times and we've never gotten first. So where do you expect the championship parade to be held? I don't know on that either. I mean, we're pretty spread out. We got, I'm in Litchfield and you got Grappos in Waverly and we got a couple people in Watertown, Jordan's in Howard Lake. So I, do you do the highway 12 parade from Montrose all the way to water t- or no to Litchfield. Did you start in Litchfield and go all the way to Watertown? I, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Where will you be shacked up ready to watch the parade? Well, I thought just, I mean, it's such an easy answer. So it's not a very unique thought, but downtown Watertown, just downtown Watertown. Yeah. Downtown, I mean, we are Watertown. Called the Royals still and we're all alum. So that's probably the, um, that's probably the play. So that'd be a long parade. You start, uh, Kind of Main Street there, and you you end by Loose Line Lodge, and but I mean the street would be packed. Oh, just lined with people. Yeah, it's got got to get some security in there. Yeah, yeah. So how does it make you feel? You started the team. Mm -hmm. You were the creator of this team. Mm -hmm. I manage the team. Yeah, I organize the the money and make sure enough people are coming. Yep. Yeah, you post every single week in the Facebook group. If I were you, I'd feel a little bitter. Just being honest. You no, know. I, I see. I, I maybe I'm just I'm thinking of myself as more of a coach role now. Mm. So this is kind of maybe next year I won't even play. I'll just be a manager slash coach. Charlie Conway. Um, yeah, and just kind of do my right. Understand that. Hey, my skills have diminished. I shouldn't be one of the main guys in the team. Um, so I'm going to use my brain, my intelligence to help lead the team. So maybe that'll be the route for me next year. I'm not sure. Hmm. And maybe I'll just make everyone who was there last night pay twice as much. <laughs> Cause I also control that part. Yes. I don't, there need, you to, go. I don't need to show them the spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, <laughs> it reminds me of Charlie Conway, mighty ducks too. Mm-hmm. They yeah, needed to cut a player or, you know, basically, not cut a player, but they needed to put a player on the bench because they had too many guys suited up because Adam Banks was coming back. They had and to have a healthy scratch, a healthy scratch from their roster. Yeah. Yes, yes. And the knuckle puck guy was ready to take off his uniform. And here comes Charlie Conway, the leader of the Mighty Ducks. He says, wait, I do it. I belong on the bench. I belong next to Gordon Bombay. 
And he took it off. You are Charlie Conway. Mm -hmm. Ultimate team move. One guy actually, a fifth grader at my school actually has a Charlie Conway jersey. Mm. My that's pretty cool. I, I was like, wow, that is really sweet. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so Jordan Anderson was there. Champions. The Royals are champions. Mm-hmm. So that's a well, pretty exciting. We might have to get somebody. I mean, whether somebody on maybe next week as a follow-up to tell us how it went down. Was it dramatic? Because they didn't say anything, really. If it was dramatic, if it was close, if they had two, because they had to play two games. So I don't know if close game in one, blow in the other, two blowouts, because they were just so phenomenal. I don't know. So yeah. Well, I could extend another invitation to Caleb Fails to see if he would come on again. He's probably, he's probably thinking about it. I bet. I bet he. I bet he thought, well, that you know, they might ask him. It's up to you. Yeah. I don't have quite as much time as I had last week. So that, yeah, that, I don't either. I don't either. We might have to extend it. That might be later. a save. Saved it for. Save it for maybe. Maybe a bonus podcast edition that we record. Ooh, yes, save the date. Yep. Yeah, for the championship. Championship edition. Yeah. Trophy edition. Um, oh, well, we can move on here. Um, by the way, last week, speaking of Caleb Fails, uh, this was one of my hard-hitting topics I have for this week. Um, you guys made fun of me at the end of the podcast, rightfully yep. so. Um, it happens. But I'm okay with it. I'm not That's, like bitter about it or anything. Doesn't sound like it. I looked up the word boisterous oh, yeah. because you guys said that wasn't a word. I, right after the podcast, I looked up voice, like the word voice, and then tris at the end. Okay. And according to the Urban Dictionary, I don't know what the Urban Dictionary well, is. That, that's okay, like, that's your first problem. That's like not a real dictionary. It's not. Well, it that's says like, it's like a slang dictionary. Okay. Well. So people, people might use, use slang it. all the time, you know. Yeah. And here's the definition: one who speaks what sh- he or she is thinking in any given situation, one who is forward in giving his or her opinions, or one who is opinionated. So, calling Caleb Fails boisterous, I think, was an accurate slang term in last week's podcast, and you can apologize anytime. I don't know if I'm going to apologize because, again, I don't know about citing Urban Dictionary as a source because <laughs> their whole crux of existence is having absolute filth, like yeah. made up, like made up words that are just filthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but to your credit, or I guess it's the closest thing to an apology you're going to get, uh, you did stumble upon a word that people also have stumbled. Like usually, that's what it is: is like people trying to say that no, boisterous is a word, and then someone goes on urban dictionary and makes it a word because they know that people are saying boisterous, but they are accidentally saying boisterous. So <laughs> again, I'm giving you some credit because it does sound like a word and it, it did sound official. It just was wrong, yeah. but it, it sounded good. Well, I appreciate the credit that you gave me. Yeah. Some credit. Appreciate yeah. That. Um, some credit. Yeah. 50, 50, <laughs> the Vikings released Eric Kendricks this week. <laughs> Um, I think we, well, let me ask you this question first. I don't think we ran, did we run through your entire list of players? <laughs> no, we never did. Okay. Oh, but it's bad. the same list everyone else has, so it's not that interesting of content. So Yes. Well, fine. we ran through a couple of players and yes, I'm sure Eric Kendricks was on that list or was yes, he not? He was. Yeah. Okay. So not a shocker to any of us. Saves no. about nine and a half million in cap room. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts on the Vikings 
releasing Eric Kendricks and what the future holds at that position for the Minnesota Vikings? Yeah, obviously a bummer. I think in his eight seasons, he led us in tackles in seven of them. Um, He was steady. He was consistent. He was very likable. He liked Minnesota. I mean, basically, he was the perfect Viking in a lot of ways. I mean, he was no-nonsense, but also, like, had a personality. I should say no-nonsense on the field, right? He got the job done with his stats, but he also was able to be an interesting person to listen to and to watch. Um, He had sweet flow. Mm. which was also fun. You always knew which linebacker was him because of his hair. Um, <laughs> that's underrated when it comes to watching football. You're like, oh, who's that guy? Oh, the hair. Okay, it's kind of... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, it'll be... It's a bummer. I mean, that's part of the... It's kind of like the wild they're going through, too, where you sign a couple guys to some big contracts, and down the road, it's going to hit you. And that's the same thing. You know, the Vikings are kind of lauded as these guys that figure out the cap and move the money around it. How do we sign all these guys? And you hear all this stuff. Well, because there's an end point to it, because this year we're going to have to cut a lot of those names that we were able to keep on for an extended period of time. You know, Mm -hmm. Thielen is going to be next, whether he, if he was willing to renegotiate way down, otherwise he's going to get cut. And there's other guys too, that uh, it's, they're coming. So He's the first, and it's disappointing and kind of sad. It'll be weird because he's still – the hard part is he's got impactful years left because it's one thing like when we let Anthony Bargo last year, you could see his play was really diminishing. It, was, it felt obvious or more obvious to the average eye. It was just like, oh, Anthony Bargo's not making the same plays he used to. And For I sure. think Ken, Kendricks, we noticed that every once in a while, especially with this new scheme. It seemed like he wasn't always getting to places that he needed to be when he needed to be there. Um, but he's going to have a couple effective years left. And I would imagine two to three, someone's going to pick him up and he's going to be a stud linebacker for another two or three years. Um, so that part will probably sting a little bit. Cause you know, he's a productive guy still, but it's, like I said, it's what you got to do. And replacement wise, I, I mean, it's going to have to be a mid to low level free agent or a rookie. I mean, that's kind of, unless the answer's on their roster, which, yeah, the Brian Asamoa guy. I think yeah. we're excited about him, who the Vikings drafted last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so he'll be entering his second season. He's supposed to be like a young, fast linebacker. I don't know how well he tackles. Uh, yep. But I think the idea was to like slowly bring him into the fold. Like last year, I think about every single game, he got more and more snaps. Uh, I don't yep. think he's ever a starter, but he just kind of slowly m- moved into – Mm-hmm. Um, a bigger role on the squad last year. So we'll see what happens for him next year. Um, yep. So you talked about Adam Thielen being next. Mm-hmm. Are there any other names that you think will get dr- cut? Like Harrison Smith. Um, do you think Cook. he restructures Dalvin Cook? Do you, yeah. What do you think happens to him? Yeah. I mean, the, the rumors that you read about on Twitter are mostly related to Thielen and Cook. Um, Harrison Smith, I haven't seen much about, obviously he was an early candidate of saying, Hey, you know, again, that's a guy that we can cut. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like no news is probably good news. Like we haven't heard his name in the circulation of the news as much. It's yeah. been all basically cooking feeling, um, that have been the names that have come up. So I, I mean, I've read a lot of, you know, a lot of people are just like, Cook Cook has to go. Like, it's not even, like, basically they're saying it's like a foregone conclusion, basically. And then Thielen, there's a smidge of a chance that he restructures. I don't know. I mean, it's hard because people, this is how, people fail to realize this. 
Because there's no such thing as too much money, first of all. I hate it when people are like, well, they're millionaires, they're rich, they're whatever. It's like, well, yeah, but then that means they also live in bigger houses. They spend more money on cars. Like Exactly. Their standard of living goes up, so then they need to maintain the amount of money they make in order to keep their standard of living. Yes. So, also, I don't think if the iHeartMedia guy, whoever's your direct boss. Yeah. If he showed up at your, you know, I guess probably sent you an email, but let's say he sends you an email says, Hey, Minnesota, Tim, we love what you're doing. You still contribute. Awesome. To our company. You produce podcasts like nobody's business. You're just an asset, but we're in a little bit of a bind. Mm. We want to hire Wisconsin Wally. (laughs) And in order to do that, we're going to need you to actually renegotiate the contract you signed and you're going to make, you know, about half as much money. Oof. You on board? When you, I mean, it, you, you, Minnesota Tim, you can't argue that Wisconsin Wally is not going to help the company. I mean, be a team player, Minnesota Tim. Right? So like, uh, you know, end scene. So <laughs> <laughs> point is, nobody comes and asks you at your job, wherever you are, your radio producer, podcast producer, grocery store person, marketing person, salesperson, like nobody goes and asks you to take less money for the team, right? That's mm-hmm. not an expectation. If someone did that to you, you'd be so offended at your boss. You'd be like, huh? Like, it's not, that's not how the world, and I know sports are a different world. Like, I do understand that. Like, sports are, you know, it's, it's a little different. But at the end of the day, they're still human beings and still they earn the money that they sign for, right? I mean, they mm-hmm. sign contracts. They're and quite, a little quite, bit different, they risk their health, right. their future health, like long-term health. Right. They could get injured at any point and that could affect them for the rest of their life. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So it, it's one of those things where, I mean, we, and not me, new necessarily, but people, right, fans like complain and ask these athletes to do what they can for the team. And cause like we're stuck with these teams. Well, those players are free to do, you know, they're players. They can go to other teams. They have lives, they have careers to worry about. They have families to worry about standards of living. And again, I'm not saying to feel sympathy for millionaires or whatever, you know, like I get it. It's a different situation, but it's just, they're still human beings. If, if someone asks you to, yeah, cut your salary in half because we need to sign, you know, Wisconsin Wally, you'd look at that person and be like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Or same, like teaching, right? If like, Hey, we need to have another fifth grade teacher, but you know, it's going to be better for the team, but you're going to make half as much money. No. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, I can't like, that's not how it works. Like that's, I, I love the team. I support the team. I want to be a part of the team, but we also have to, you know, I have to think about myself a little bit too. And it's just, like I said, same thing that was at, like Adam Thielen, like, Supposed to make 19 million, or you're supposed to make, right? Yeah. Why would he willingly give up tens of millions, you know, tens of millions technically, but 10 million bucks or whatever it would be that he's ne- negotiating out of? Like, right. Why, right. Wh- what is his incentive other than, well, it's for the team? Well, yeah, but that's the team should decide the deal then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why did you put yourself in that position? I would feel that you make great points here. Thank and you. like from the player's perspective, you think, well, I'm the one showing up in all the meetings. I'm playing in all the games. I'm risking my future health. I've been a value to this team for a lot of years. You signed me to this deal. It's time to take, um, it's time to receive the 
consequences for your actions. I'm not going to take a deal like this or you can cut me. Right. Yeah. That's how exactly how I yep. feel. And I world. know it stinks for the fans. Cause obviously like, yes, in a perfect world, he does renegotiate and negotiates down. He says, yeah, I have enough money and I want to play for the Vikings for the rest of my career. But that's just, it's such an unrealistic expectation that fans have mm-hmm. that I think remove the fact that these people are human beings. You know what I mean? Great point. Great point. I could not have said that any better myself. In fact, if I tried to say it any better myself, I don't think I would have come any close to what you just said. Well, I but, appreciate uh, I'm a little offended by a Wisconsin Wally trying to come after my job. <laughs> but uh, what, no, he's, uh, not, he's not coming after your job. He's adding a valuable piece to the team. Uh, okay. Well, let me ask you this. Wisconsin Wally gives you a call tomorrow morning mm-hmm. or later today and says, mm-hmm. Jake, I like what you're doing on the Minnesota Tim podcast. You want to come on my podcast at 6 a.m. on Thursday mornings? And um, instead of the money that Minnesota Tim's forking over to you, which might be coming soon, by the way, um, I'll pay you $100 per podcast episode, so $400 per month. What are you doing? So I would say to Wisconsin Waller, let me talk to my team. <laughs> I appreciate the offer. It's generous. Um, I respect Wisconsin Wally. Um you know, I did. You'd be all formal and cordial about all that stuff. Yeah. And then I'd uh, call you and I'd say, "So, Sherwin Williams, I saw the DMs. Where's the sponsorship?" <laughs> oh yes, I forgot to give an update. <laughs> Darn it. Yes. Sorry, you can finish your story. That, no, that's what that's what I would do. And I would say, "Balls in your court, Minnesota Tim. Are we getting Sherwin Williams on or not?" Yeah, and uh, we might have to move to Friday mornings if Wisconsin Wally can only do Thursdays. That's kind of what it seems like. So, yeah. update. Last week after our show, I literally just found Sherwin Williams on Twitter and said, are you interested in sponsoring our podcast? Question mark With nothing else on I'll that say, I appreciate message. you gave no context. You're like, <laughs> no, nothing like, oh, I'd be ha- like, we, you know, we're just a small local podcast, but have a connection to Sherwin Williams. We, you know... If I would be happy to share some numbers with you, uh, th- like you didn't explain any backstory, nothing. It was just like, hey, want to sponsor our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Which, to be fair, I don't know how many people have been asking Sherwin Williams to sponsor their podcast. <laughs> so whoever that person is that runs that account, we're like, oh, that's a new one. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, they responded. They said, hi there. Please reach out to our advertising team. You can email this person at Sherwin.com. So immediately... I copied the email, posted into the inbox, and then I gave the good old, you know, details, the details of, hey, you want to know the podcast numbers, blah, 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 blah. Uh, This was what it looks like. I didn't deliver the numbers. I was going to let them respond first. Sure. I said, we can make a deal based on the podcast numbers that we get and yada, yada, yada. And, um, did you explain anything about like the inside story? Like it's that it's a funny or not funny, but yeah, that it's like, there's a connection that we know somebody works there and it was a somewhat of an inside story. Or is that not that? I, I don't know if I would include that or not. That'd be tough. I think I said, so yeah, I don't think I said his name, right. Caleb, I Caleb Caleb name, Fale's yeah. name because I didn't want to get him fired for something. Um, <laughs> but uh, it'd be pretty easy to find out if they just listened to the recent episode, but they could do that themselves. Give it, give the podcast another right. download. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but and yeah, so I just the details were limited. And right, then, uh, gave a little could, bit of context. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, I did not hear anything from Sherwin Williams. So maybe I'll send a follow up email soon to okay. this Alicia person, this sales coordinator at Sherwin Williams. And um, I don't know. 
Maybe the Minnesota Tim podcast isn't far away from their first sponsor. If you are a listener and you want to compete with Sherwin-Williams to become the podcast (laughs) sponsor, the Minnesota Tim podcast sponsor, give us an email. Give us a Twitter DM. And uh, we'd be happy to, you know, restructure any deals that need to be restructured to have you join the team. Yeah, that sounds great. I'm open too. I'm, I, I can be an endorser of a product. I can tweet out, you know, sponsored posts. I, you know, I'm, I'm available. Yeah. Um, just a few minutes left. I'm trying to figure out, do we go into a town's topic or do we go into a random topic? What are your thoughts? Doesn't matter. Whatever you got. I got about, yeah, probably like five minutes maybe. Okay. Uh, we'll do a random topic. Okay. Um, we can hit towns in about 30 seconds. He started perfect. running. He started running yesterday. <laughs> it was the 100 day mark since he last played a basketball game. They might have to trade him. <laughs> he did about as much running. So I was talking. There was a guy at Litchfield who he's an older gentleman who who's trying to get back. He hasn't played open gym basketball in a while. So yesterday he was running up and down the court and getting some shots up just to make sure his legs were so good. And he said he did about as much work as Towns and he's going to play earlier. So. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it sums it up. <laughs> there you go. Boom. All right. Next cool. topic. Um, barista jobs. Okay. For whatever reason, working at Caribou or Starbucks feels like the most stressful job in the world to me. And uh, you know, those like jobs that you don't want to touch that just seem like no fun whatsoever. Yeah. A barista job is one of those jobs that seems too high level stress for me. You got to be quick on your feet. You got to wash the dish. You got to make the dish ready again. And then you got 20 people in the uh, drive through line at the same time. Then you got to make their drink the right way or else they're going to be upset. A barista job is a job that I have no interest in working. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I feel like the stress piece is the key because like I feel like mornings coffee people like are usually oh. in a rush and they're usually late for something. Yeah. And they get grumpy easily. And then, yeah. yeah, with all the different ways now that people make mochas and lattes and to all remember these- the, or, you know, how to right. make everything. Right. And just like, I think it's easy to make a small mistake that people will be really mad about. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to do it either. I want an extra shot of this, an extra shot of that. Right. You know, it's like yeah. I'm only getting paid $9 an hour here. Screw off. Yeah. <laughs> right. So like, I agree. That would be a tough job. Yeah. Here, I have a follow. I have a question for you. Yeah, just thought of it randomly. So, do you go to Subway at all often? Uh, unfortunately, no, because their bread isn't gluten free. Oh yeah, I suppose since you did that, but they have this protein bowl that's pretty good that I'll get every once in a while. Okay, well, so you might be able to answer this question. So they recently added on their credit card machines. When you run through, it'll say tip. Oh, and then it says, yeah, I no. can answer this question. You could you could get this question anywhere. Well, so because it, but there's places where it, you know, obviously it makes more sense. But like, so do you tip at Subway? Because like it gives you the default like 10, 15, or 20% on the little Subway credit card machine. And again, at a normal, you know, at a sit down restaurant, of course you're tipping. I you know we just went to Buffalo Wild Wings and we gave a very nice tip on Sunday. You know, it's, I'm generally a, I would say a generous tipper. Yes. Um, I am too. But Subway throws me for a loop every time. I do. I so my dirt. I do click every almost every time. I do tip the minimum amount. Mm. The whatever yeah, the, they the smallest you into button. It. Yep. Because like yeah, like I, it's usually like a high school student 
oftentimes. Yeah. Look at you. And Being I just generous. look up and they're just like staring at you. And I'm like, they're going to know if I click <laughs> yes or no. <laughs> and so I Honestly, yes. yes. And it's only adds a buck or two. So I'm like, whatever. It's not, you know, am I going to ever miss that dollar or two? No, I'm not going to miss that dollar or two. So. Do you Sometimes though? I fall into that trap of giving that tip, especially when I was younger. I was like, okay, whatever. I'm feeling guilted into this tip, so I'm going to do it. Um, yep. But recently, I've been stronger. Um, they they even provide this quote-unquote tip um, when you come and pick up a pizza or something. And it's like, do you want a tip? 15, 10, 15, 20%. And it's like, you are not serving it to me. You made it, but you're not serving it to right. me. There's no service provided that way. Yeah. I'm actually coming to the store to pick it up. And yet you still show the screen 10, right. 15, 20%. That is stupid. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It, it makes absolutely no sense. Um, yeah. But I will not lie. I have fallen into the trap countless times. And um, I think it's really doing an injustice to those Applebee's, to those Buffalo Wild Wings, to those people that actually do serve the table, bring the food, bring the silverware, bring, bring the drinks, check in, how you doing, how's the food, mm-hmm. take the order. Yep. I think those people that actually do the hardcore service should be offended to the maximum. I also offense. wonder... Like how it gets split too? Like, does that late? You know, is the person who I think is getting it get it, or do they have to like split all the tips evenly at the end of the night? Whoever was working, or you know, I always wonder that too. I I was curious. I almost asked once. I'm like, that's probably inappropriate to ask, but <laughs> you should have. I thought about it. It's Next also time. awkward at like a sit down restaurant now. A lot of places have those mobile credit card machines. Yes, and the, even though like I always, like I said. I, you know, but everyone goes through that moment where they're trying to calculate what tip should you give. And now the pressure is on because the waitress or waiter sometimes will not leave. They'll just run your credit card and just hand you the machine back and then yes. just stand over your shoulder. Oh, and they're like, well, just, you know, here you go. And then you have to sign or whatever. And then, yeah, the tip question comes up and then you just kind of look up at the person who's sit- standing right over your shoulder. And again, I'm not worried about it, but there's that moment because you're like, all right, okay, so let me. $32, okay, uh, three, uh, $320 would be 10%, so about $650 would be 20%. Okay, And then you're just like doing it in your head, or sometimes you're clicking the button if it's just a button one. But yeah, it's, I don't know. It's I totally It's awkward. It's awkward. It's awkward. That's, it's very, a, I mean, that's very, what it is. It's awkward. Very awkward. It's a very it's, awkward I love it situation. When, I'll, like, I'll probably tip twice as much if the waiter or waitress just leaves the machine at the table and walks away for a minute. Really? I would probably tip. I would probably tip twice as much. Really, the awkwardness is gone. I would think that you would tip twice as much because they're right next to you because it's awkward. Well, sometimes I do, and sometimes I don't because it's the pressure's on, and I'm uncomfortable, and I might. I don't know if I'm going to click the right button. Yeah, I got sweaty fingers. You know, it's. <laughs> I, but if they walk away, I I can calculate. I can know exactly what tip I'm giving them, mm-hmm. and it's yes. going to be a big one. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, it's a great topic. Great finishing topic to the pod. Yeah, thank you. It just popped right in my head. Hopefully the middle little section where we have to cut the audio together goes smoothly. We'll see. Oh, I think skills. so. I okay. think so. Yeah, I got Wisconsin Wally's got nothing on me. Okay, good. yeah. <laughs> he he would be able to edit it together. So Oh, obviously. I mean, challenge has been set. Screw Wisconsin him. Wally. Screw Wisconsin Wally. He's probably like an 85-year-old 
True. I don't know if they have in a nursing in home yet. Yeah. Because uh, they have Wi-Fi there. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Enough to do. All right, everyone. Jake, as always, thank you. Thank you to our future sponsor, Sherwin Williams, for sponsoring this episode. Um, and then the other sponsors out there that will be our future sponsor. Jake, as always, thank you for your time Thursday morning. Thank you. And give me a call if uh, you got any deals elsewhere. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll start asking. I'll, I'll ask my people, US your people. We'll see if we can find some. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Everyone have a great day. Thanks for tuning in and for making the podcast a part of your day. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.